Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. That's me. Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. Once again, we're here to talk about all the hottest news of the week. This week, we've got surprise splits, baby announcements, more shocking royal moves, celebrity mea culpas, very awkward celebrity encounters, new couplings, engagements, and of course, plenty of celebrity content as it relates to the coronavirus. Maybe you listen on Spotify, you tune in on iTunes, maybe you cool cats and kittens have figured out some other way to stream our podcast from your computer so you can blast it from your office as you're out back allegedly feeding your dead husband to your tigers. Either way, thank you for joining us again. And as we do at the top of every podcast, we're going to set intentions for celebrities. That's where we tell them we want them to start doing things, stop doing things. Sarah, here on Baby Girl, you know the drill. Let's kick it off. Okay, so as all of you may know, I recently read Colton Underwood's book, and I know we're going to talk about it. Um, I don't remember the last time I've read a book that wasn't written by a reality star or celebrity, if that's what you want to call them. So I would just like every other celebrity or Bachelor contestant to be working on their memoir right now, because I don't know how long I'm going to be here, and I'm going to need some more content. You don't know the last time you didn't read a reality celebrity book? No, like a book that wasn't written by a reality person. Jessica Simpson. Yeah, but she's still a celebrity. Yeah. And by the way, at one time, she was a reality star. Do you remember? Chicken yes. Of, of course I of do. Of course. I have all three seasons of Newlyweds on DVD in this apartment. I love that you're familiar. That's your comfortable sharing that information, Sarah. That's pretty- of absolutely. No shame in my game. I also have a Jana, Crime, Jana Kramer signed Wonder Hill DVD. So things are lit. <laughs> um, my intention is a little more, I don't know how good I feel about myself after it, but it's for Amanda Bynes and I want her first and foremost to be getting the help she so desperately needs from medical professionals and all of that. But in lieu of that, I would like more Instagram content and <laughs> things about her relationship. Should she not decide that she needs help? I could really use like a full-fledged five posts a day Amanda Bynes moment to take my mind off of everything else going on in this world. Come back to us, Amanda, bring in the dancing <laughs> lobsters. I'm very, very here for that. Gwen, who's your intention for? My intention, and I actually have a couple of intentions, but my intention for one person, my intention, my intentions are for Governor Andrew Cuomo. I call him the love gov. Perhaps you've seen Andrew Cuomo's briefings. 
one intention that I have for him is to call me because, you know, he's recently single, had been oh, dating yes. TV chef Sandra Lee. But they're over. They've been over for a little while now. But my main intention for him is to confirm or deny, but confirm that he has nipple rings. Have you heard I about saw, this? Bro? I saw that. I saw what? the picture where people thought that he has the barbell piercing in his nipple, which would Both be nipples. the thing that would con- that would be the thing that would convince me to vote for him for president. And that's and how wouldn't I that's it be how I choose really, my... really interesting if that was the case. So I would like for him to address those rumors and to confirm or deny, but hopefully confirm. Maybe that's why he and Sandra Lee split because she's anti nipple piercing and he's pro. Oh, you think they're new? Oh, sorry. You're, I forgot you're the nipple piercing expert and you can see through the shirt that they were a vintage piercing. Oh, you know me. Well, mine is um, a completely unreasonable celebrity intention, of course. I have admired that Miley Cyrus has been able to bring every sort of celebrity onto her Instagram show that sprang up out of nowhere. And I want Beyonce to do the same thing oh. because she's, she's way too private for my taste. Um, and I want her to inundate us with seeing her in her doing her best Oprah-esque, getting people to open up. On I just want some more Beyonce content, honestly, some more personal Beyonce content. And I think she could bring some great people to, to chats on our IG Live. I think you're way more likely to have, like, Blue Ivy do TikToks with her in the background. Like, make her go in than her to host an Oprah-like talk show since she's, like, said four words about her personal life in the last four years. Now that you say that, I feel like we need Blue Ivy to pull a Mason Disick and get some yeah. social media and get us some content. Or a Jaden Fetterline. A Blue Ivy needs to pull a Jaden Fetterline. You really want the tea? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's dive into some news. And to kick it off, we need to talk about the Royals. And when I talk about the Royals, I'm not talking about newly healed Prince Charles. I am talking about Meghan and Harry. Lo and behold, They're not Royals. Oh, thank you. The former Royals, <laughs> Harry and Meghan, who have abandoned their home in Kensington Palace, abandoned their home in Vancouver, and are now settled in the L.A. area. I mean, is she trying out for Real Houses of Beverly Hills or what? Well, she, she would have missed this this new season that debuts uh, this month. But wow, uh, that was quite the shock. And also a sad goodbye. We saw on their Instagram account they wrapped it up because as of the end of March, they were getting rid of their team that they had had in their transition. And they were wrapping up that Sussex Royal Instagram account um, with a goodbye note. Sarah, are you sad? No, because I know that the Meghan Markle thirst content is just a waits. Travis, are you are you in tears? What's going on over there? I'm. I mean, who the hell didn't see this coming? As soon as she took him out of there, I was like, this lady is definitely going to LA. There's and no better place for her to live than LA. Gwen, I know you believe in only the purest intentions of Meghan and Harry. <laughs> what, what's your take on the matter? You know that. I'm not sad. I'm very, very mad. I'm very angry. I feel like this move only further solidifies my original thinking that she had ulterior motives all along and she tore this man away from his family, away from my queen, the only queen, Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) You said it, Gwen. You know, like she's not getting any younger. And I just think that this kind of stress was inappropriate to place on her. And I, 
I think that it's really going to be interesting to see what happens. It's, it's definitely, as Sarah says, it's only the beginning. We are going to see like some crazy content coming. Well, you can check out the new issue of Us Weekly if you're at a bodega or a grocery store, breaking from your quarantine, going to a grocery store, or you get it sent to your house because our cover story is, is about Prince, uh, well, about Harry's dilemma, um, being torn between his family uh, stateside and in the UK. Uh, Gwen, I look at it a little bit differently. I don't think he was torn as much as he was emancipated from his family by Megan, and so he sort of owes her that. We heard from a source that Megan and Harry are trying to rebrand themselves and want to make a big media splash, but obviously have been stymied by the coronavirus situation. Our source said they're losing out on potential paid opportunities by having to keep a low profile, but they did the move to LA to be closer to the deal makers and are setting up calls and virtual meetings with agents, studio heads, and more, plotting for a summer or fall splash. Now, we also saw on Twitter that Trump, um, unsolicited, spoke out and said, I am a great friend and admirer of the Queen and the United Kingdom. It was reported that Harry and Meghan, who left the kingdom, would reside permanently in Canada. Now they left Canada for the U.S. However, the U.S. will not pay for their security protection. They must pay. And uh, a Sussex representative at the time, when they still had them, uh, clarified that Harry and Meghan are not looking for money from the U.S. government. I mean, obviously they're not. And also, <laughs> Donald Trump, the United Kingdom, unlike Saudi Arabia, is not referred to as the kingdom. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> like, what's that shorthand? Who talks like that? But of course, we know who does. He does. It sort of reminds me of when he twist, uh, tweeted about Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. He's like, Rob, don't go back to Kristen. <laughs> Multiple like, times. Are you multiple times? And she's like, why are you in my business? And Megan Harry's like, we just got here and we haven't asked for anything. Like <laughs> the tape but is still in the boxes. Would expect, no. Why would they expect the US to pay anything for them? That was so twisted and so weird. It's like everything comes from projection out of that Twitter account. And it's kind of like because the first children require such exorbitant amounts of taxpayer money to go towards protecting them. It's like, for some reason, there was this thinking that they would want money from us for protection. It's just so weird. It's bizarre. And of course, as we know, Megan will be providing the voice for that Elephants movie on Disney Plus that oh, you can check thank out. Thank God she's doing important work. <laughs> God, <laughs> All that elephant content I've been waiting for in quarantine. That nobody else could have done. No, but it's like conservationism, but make it Disney. You know what and, I'm saying? And it's make her. it, make make it, it a, a huge Disney plus check. Yeah. Right. I know. I wonder how much money she got for that and if it should have gone to the elephants. <laughs> Just kidding. Sarah. That was shady. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah, they're not getting the queen's money anymore. They need to make their own cash. They need those Disney checks. They need those Amazon Hulu checks too. Cool. Okay. Guys, I know this is going to be very hard for everyone to hear, but Aaron Carter and his girlfriend, Melanie Martin, have split. No! I know, I know. I didn't want to deliver this news so early, but we just need to rip the Band-Aid off. Um, he revealed on Instagram that he is hashtag single. Um, and unfortunately, these two, it combusted. Remember, they had that joint couple's OnlyFans account, but apparently there was a big blowout at their house. Um, Melanie was taken into police custody and booked for domestic violence or corporal injury to a spouse, cohabitant, or fellow partner, and then released from jail. Um, there were, she left with apparently scratches and bruises. 
He called her hashtag felony Melanie. He said that she broke their dog's leg. It's just a mess and not totally surprising. And the OnlyFans content that we deserved instead of them in the bathtub. <laughs> the OnlyFans content, Travis, did you see some of their OnlyFans content? It was very I late. Did. I did. It was not it was not true OnlyFans. It was very PG and I was not into it. They need to follow some real hardcore OnlyFans accounts to understand what the people need when they subscribe to OnlyFans. I only saw one picture that you, Brody Brown, showed me. <laughs> Excuse me? Just so everyone knows. You were looking at my phone when I was trying to scroll through for work research purposes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm just happy that more damage wasn't done while these two were quarantined together. Um, the dog's leg being broken by Melanie. Oh, peanuts, I didn't peanuts, hear that. Peanut's leg being broken by Melanie and not being taken to the hospital wasn't enough. Oh, sorry. I missed that. He should call David Eason. Oh, God. Well, True. she should. She should. But she, he, she can't date David Eason because, unfortunately, he's now back with Janelle Evans as all happy It's upsetting. Crazy. Um, not upsetting. Gwen, Rihanna, the cover of British Vogue incredible and making history as the first woman to wear a do-rag on the cover of British Vogue and to make everybody able to see the incredible content, Edward Enfall, the groundbreaking editor-in-chief of British Vogue, unlocked British Vogue content online so that everybody can read it. Because usually it's behind a paywall, but he knows that it's tough to get to the newsstands these days in the UK and also just to entertain us all. Rihanna also has donated $10 million to COVID efforts. She's incredible. Tons, tons of, tons of millions of dollars. And she got Jay-Z to donate as well. Yeah. So I love Rihanna. I love Riri. Let's move on to some baby news. Uh, Carson Daly and his wife, Siri. Welcome to new baby. So um, sweet. Goldie Patricia Daly is the name of the baby, which is kind of like a classic. TV anchor name, like very yes. more. Um, Hunter Biden, Diplo are apparently both dads again. Interesting. Tara Jolie from Little Women LA. Welcome to baby. Magnolia August is that baby's name. It's a sweet we, name. It is cute. Magnolia August is, is kind of natural and fresh. It's a mouthful. We also, we also saw that Jessica Chastain, who loves to bring a stealth baby um, into the picture, if you yeah. recall, she used a surrogate to bring her last child in November 2018. Um well, we confirmed that's when they had welcomed a daughter together. Um, but the baby came earlier that year. But apparently they were in the park holding another baby. So people think she is a mom again, which would be very exciting for Jessica Chastain. Yes. Travis, did you get a look at that Jill Zarin scoop this week? <laughs> no, oh, my God, I was shook. Sarah, why were you so shook? Because it was the most Lifetime movie-esque situation involving Jill Zarin and a, a plot line that she never mentioned during all of her time on Real Houses in New York, and it would have been a perfect storyline. It would have. Everyone knows Jill's daughter, Allie. She was on the show when Jill was on the show, and they did a podcast together, and they had the McDonald's, and they revealed that Allie was actually um, made with a sperm donor. Wow. Yeah, and they didn't tell Allie until she was in her 20s, and the only reason Jill told her was because somebody from their extended family was trying to blackmail her. Wow. Which is Crazy. really bananas. And then Allie's talked more and said, then she thought she found her dad and she thought she had these people who were her step-siblings, but then years later it turned out they weren't. So this is just like a wild Jill Zarin story that, and, and she also found out that it wasn't her real dad because she was snooping on Jill's computer, which relatable. Oh, but. my old scoot snooping days on my parents' computer, man. I'm mad. I never found this out, but I used to get good tea. 
Um, but I will, what's so interesting also is we don't really know much about Allie's like dad that she grew up with. Cause we only really knew Bobby on the show, yeah. but now we really don't know, but you know, she's like 25 now. So or older. I think she's 27. Yeah. And oh. she said she hasn't met the dad yet, but she may, she's just sort of taking it slow because this has all been, you know, quite, um, overwhelming to process in one's twenties. Cause Crazy. there's no- uh, Us Weekly exclusive, Journey Smollett has has filed for divorce from her husband, Josiah Bell. They were married Crazy. for about 10 years. Crazy. Also, did you guys see, I know, Travis, you you are, you follow it with bated breath, Jesse Smollett on Instagram. Um, I did see that. Making a quarantine joke <laughs> that tied in with his um, 421 days since the whole thing kicked off with his... Um, Big lie. Allegations that he was, okay, I was going to say allegations <laughs> that he was jumped in a horrible situation, while others might call it a hoax. It's, I, it's so strange that he's just going back on Instagram, sort of like doing music and trying to make a joke of it. I get it's the sort of the best way to go about it is sort of make light of this hor- horrible situation that he's in. It's his only option that he has. But it's still just like really just leaves a sour taste in my mouth whenever I see it. Well, he's not going back to Empire, so he's got to do... You know what? It it was very Kevin Spacey making those videos as his House of Cards character every year. Oh, Mm. no. Oh, no. That is not the comparison I think anyone wants. And I actually am very resentful, sir, that you just reminded me of those Kevin Spacey videos because they are haunting. That's right. I just... Uh... Moving on, Brody Jenner might have a new bay. Oh my a, God. Why? You must know who this is, Sarah, our queen of TikTok content. Of course I do. I wrote a story about TikTok yesterday. Now I'm getting pitched all these TikTok stars, and I'm like, wow, do I need to start a TikTok podcast? Um, oh, maybe. No. Right? The tick to my talk. Okay, <laughs> you, enough. She's already thought about it. Was Cronin in your post because. He's our resident TikTok star. Yeah, it's so good Travis- TikTok star because when I saw these photos, I recognized this girl from my time on TikTok. <laughs> of course, Daisy Keach, formerly a um, member of the Hype House. She was a co-founder. Now is currently in a legal battle with two other co-founders of the Hype House because they didn't give her enough recognition and they're fighting over like the funds they're making over this merch and stuff it's crazy times for 20 year olds Wait, and now sarah, she's hanging out with brody jenner sarah the hype mm. house did it really have 19 tiktokers living in one house so they didn't all necessarily live there but there was 19 members and they would be in and out the people who lived full-time in la would live there but like your charlie d'amelio and your dixie d'amelio they still live in connecticut with their parents but they would go there when they were in la just to like mm. film content they could just like all have like a dorm situation. I'm pretty sure they also, because like Charlie D'Amelio is only 15 and she's officially the most followed person on TikTok. She passed um, whoever it was, Lauren Gray, last week. So she mm. now has 44 million, almost 45 million followers on TikTok. She's so 15. Insane. But Daisy isn't and, the best TikToker. No, Daisy is more of a YouTuber influencer yeah. type. She only has like 4 million TikTok followers. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she got famous, I guess, I, as I read on our site um, on Instagram, because she got her booty certified as real by a plastic surgeon, which <laughs> uh, stars are just like us. Yeah, her body's ridiculous, but now she's like known as TikTok stuff because she's like involved in all this drama with um, Little Huddy and Thomas <laughs> of the Hype House. So, but she's also hanging out with Brody Jenner, which is just insane. No, well, I'm sure it'll last. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when I was looking into this, I was also 
the ladies that Brody Jenner followed, and he follows, 50% of his follows are girls that look exactly like Daisy. Like, just carbon copies of her. Do you know what it's time for, you guys? Oh my god, what? It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania! It's a good one this week, and Travis, you mentioned her before, but she's actually going to be our referee for this round of Celebrity Birthday Boxing, where we put celebrities who are celebrating their birthdays this week in the ring, put some imaginary boxing gloves on them, and pit them against each other. The referee, the referee this week is Amanda Bynes. She turns 34 on April 3rd, but obviously she's in treatment right now, and she's pregnant, so she cannot compete. <laughs> You've done pregnant women before, Brody. Okay, we have, but she's also in treatment, so she can't be in pregnant and in treatment and playing our imaginary boxing round. Gwen. Yes. Very sexy Christopher Maloney turns 59 on April 2nd, who's... Currently in the news because of the new Law & Order SVU spinoff that's coming, starring his character, which we've been waiting for for years. Stabler! This, it gave me life, that news yesterday, and I many know. others. So 59-year-old Christopher Maloney versus very sexy 49-year-old Mark Consuelos, who turns 49 wow. on March 30th. Okay. Mark Consuelos is very, very sexy, very adorable. I love all the pictures that get posted of him by yeah. his hot wife. Yeah. However... Stabler would take anybody down with his abs alone. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Maloney wins. Okay, great. No, that's the correct answer. Travis. Okay. Alec Baldwin turns 62 on April 3rd. He loves a punch. <laughs> Vers- versus Natasha Leone, who turns 41 on April 4th. Oh my God. This is such a New York street battle. I love it. God, I wish it could be a double KO because I feel like that would actually happen in real life if these two were to fight. You can do it, Travis. You can do it. You can do it. Okay, I'm going to do a double KO because they can both throw like a good New York punch and they are both out of here. Travis, I was so excited to do that round for you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. (laughs) Okay, Sarah, the specially tailored round for you as well. Susan Boyle turns 59. (laughs) Susan Boyle turns 59 on April 1st versus your fave, Jenny Garth, who turns 48 on oh, April 3rd. Oh, tough one. Um, Kelly Taylor, she got this. She survived a cult. She was in a fire. She had to kick Brenda's ass. She's got this. I'm sure um, Kelly is not Susan Boyle's dancer name. I'll assume that's Jenny Garth. Who yes, Jenny Garth. Thank you. Travis, um, I loved your double K so much. I'll let you um, choose the final round. It's 59-year-old Christopher Maloney versus 48-year-old Jenny Garth. Who wins? Google Christopher Maloney straddle split, and you'll know why I'm picking him as the winner of this. (laughs) 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 Oh, well done. Oh, that was great. Hey, Sarah Gwen, have you guys watched Tiger King yet? Oh, my God, yes. I'm only seen four. Same, I've seen four. Good. I'm glad you're finally caught up with the rest of the world. Um, As you've seen, everyone is insanely into it. We've done some interviews with the cast that are also on a new issue on Stands Now. Cardi B tweeted about wanting to um, have a GoFundMe for Joe. She said she was Uh, kidding. She did? Yeah, she said she was kidding. GoFundMe first released a statement saying, we can't create GoFundMes for people who weren't wrongfully accused. And then Cardi B was saying, like, no, it's a joke. I'm not actually trying to raise money. Fine, fine. We also, the internet thought that Joe Exotic and Miley Cyrus have the same haircut. Yes. 
Can't you read about that on a certain section of our site, Quinn? On usmagazine.com slash stylish, obviously. But Miley, you know, Miley like has been popularizing that mullet all year, but Joe Exotic did have it first. It's 1979, probably. <laughs> he said, since he was probably a toddler. Uh, of course, we there have been lots of moments where we've seen these people pop up. Doc Antle, we realized, was in the Slayer for You video. Now you can even get a cameo. Live performance to the VMAs, Brody. Fact check. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's right. The VMA. Um, the VMA. The video like, orgy mob. That's right. <laughs> Listen, Doc Antle was not in the orgy mob in the Save For You video. He was in the performance in the cage, which was so weird to watch that again. Yeah. Um, but if you do want a cameo from Doc Antle, surprise, you can get one for $108, which who knew you needed it? But I think the thing <laughs> that people are, are most excited about is the fact that the investigation into the death of Carol Baskin's husband is open again, which have you gotten there yet, Sarah and Gwen, uh, by episode yeah, four or no? Yeah. Yeah. And that she fe- fed him to the tigers. Maybe. Is that what you, uh, Travis, you watched the whole thing. You followed it. What, what's your belief? Where do you stand? Uh, it's like every, she definitely did it. I mean, I know that documentaries <laughs> can be really deceiving and they can make you believe everything. I was just speaking with Terry Crews about this because we were doing his 25 things you don't know about me. And he was like, you know, I'll watch this one documentary and it's like, fishing's good. And then I'll watch another one. It's like ban fishing. So you have to be careful with documentaries. But the fact that she said, you can't just feed a person to a tiger without covering them in sardine oil first because the <laughs> body was, it's like the perfume revolts them. It was just too much. And she has a crazy killer look in her eye. It right, but here's seems... the thing. Yes. I do have to say something watching that episode. Carol Baskin was really beautiful when she was young. Yeah. Really she beautiful. Was. She was a dish man, like out there in the hinterlands. How much do you think she regrets doing this documentary? A ton. She gave us a statement, the scathing statement, condemning the documentary. Um, (laughs) But she's still giving kind of cool, sexy mom, flower child vibes. Totally. Her clothes are a lot. The flower crowns are everything. It's a look. It's a Florida look. Hey, Travis, give us a palate cleanser. What happened on this day in pop culture history? Oh, my God. Well, since it's April Fool's Day, um, I want to do sort of roundup on the best celebrity pranks that have happened throughout the years because that's what I found online and that's what interested me the most. We're going to do them. So I'm going to start by taking us back to 2012 at the Academy Awards when Sasha Baron Cohen spilled like a fake dead person ashes all over Ryan Seacrest when he was dressed up as his character from The Dictator, which was just my favorite. Oh, boy. And then uh, another prank I loved in 2015, Rihanna, when she was the first one to go into Jimmy Kimmel's home while he was sleeping and make it rain dollar bills and confetti on him as he slept with flashing lights while singing all of her songs was just a fantastic prank. Yeah. And I think the best one was when Kendall Jenner was on Cocktails with Chloe limited series run. And she great show, Kim. great show. It was, it was a great show. And Kendall called Kim to tell her she was pregnant on April Fool's Day. And instead of freaking out, Kim just said it wasn't the right time for Kendall to be dealing with this. And just it wasn't a good time for Kim personally as well. And then Kim mistook <laughs> everyone's laughing at her for crying. And then Kim said, I'll bring my 30 kids over and you can babysit for two seconds and see how you feel. Oh, no. I just think that's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Honestly, justice for Cocktails with Chloe, that show brought together people like Tori Spelling, Kendall Jenner, and Snoop Dogg all in the same room. It was yeah. such a great show. It was. FYI's best. We covered it so much. I mean, it was on a channel that nobody knew they had, if they even had it. But we covered it so much on our website because it gave us so much juice, but no one was watching. Just me. Sarah and I were From Ohio. Shocker. Guys, it's now time to talk about that giant elephant that's in the room with us in quarantine, coronavirus, which has... Coronavirus! Which is, thank you, Cardi, which is still gripping our country. Um, More celebrities have come forward and said they have or believe they have coronavirus. We have coronavirus. We have Laura Bell Bundy, um, Vishal Parvani from Family Karma. Kathy Griffin was in the hospital. She said she thinks she has it. Jim Edmonds. Uh, formerly married to Megan King Edmonds, said he believed he had it. In happier news, Prince Charles is doing better. He's now, we've confirmed with the Clarence House, he's out of self-isolation. Andy Cohen has been reunited with his baby. Um, he is doing Watch What Happens again. But there have been some people who have passed away as well. Joe Diffie, who was a country music star. Mark Blum, who was a character actor, was on Desperately Seeking Susan. Um, there's also... Uh, of dialect coach who was on who was in Star Wars from the Star Wars movies. It's it's really continuing to take its toll on the country. Andrew Jack, so it's 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 been very scary and sad. Even Chris Cuomo, don't you love him, Gwen? Chris Cuomo, Andrew I love Cuomo's Chris brother. Cuomo, but I like Andrew Cuomo better. Okay, Chris Cuomo. Chris he's, Cuomo is like the easy one. He's the hot one. I always yeah. like an underdog. Okay. Chris Cuomo is currently in quarantine in his basement because he has contracted coronavirus. And but he then is still broadcasting from his basement. He is. And then, as Gwen mentioned, there have been a number of celebrities who have given, like Rihanna, who gave a bunch of money back. Uh, then we there was maybe a little love connection we saw in quarantine. Travis, who did we see step out this week with their masks askew and one person in particular following the other person into the apartment? Oh my God! I just can't with this coupling, Brody. It really, really <laughs> sad. Um, how do I pronounce his last name before I butcher it? Uh, Schnabel. Okay, so Vito Schnabel, who used to be the hot boy toy to the supermodel stars, he dated Heidi Klum when he was much younger. Elle McPherson. Um, Amber Heard. He dated Amber Heard recently too. He dated Amber Heard very recently. Um, and they were together for like almost a year-ish. They were about for half a year. It was May 2018 to January 2019. Oh, great stats. The um, sad for her. I don't know why he pisses me off so much, but now he's of course with uh, seen quarantining with, not quarantining with outside face masks off, not six feet apart, not doing anything. <clears throat> um, baby mama to Bradley Cooper of A Star Is Born, Irina Shank. Shake. <laughs> Irina Shank, Irina Shank, like she's gonna shake you <laughs> yeah, for, for okay. talking about her personal business. <laughs> she, she would. He was seen going into her apartment downtown in New York, and I just don't understand. Anyone met him and can tell me why beautiful women are attracted to this guy who has no qualifications for husband material? Well, I don't think you've been on a date with him, and also she was going into his apartment. But our source, source told us that Vito has been interested in Irina, um, has, has always been interested in her. Well, I mean, who wouldn't who be? Isn't? She's wildly hot. And she's so, I love her, the strength that she conveys in her interviews. Like, you are not totally. going to mess with Irina Shake. 
Um, I just, it's just the one of the, another hottest woman in the world that Vito has dated. I, I, something's going on down there. While we're talking about quarantined couples, can we just briefly touch on that video of Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello walking like zombies? I don't understand (laughs) what that was. Why? What they're taking these walks every day? Which get it? Get your fitness. Get your air. I do it every day. Get your paparazzi moment. Why are there? Why are they? The shuffling along like that—that was very strange. We saw on a popular Instagram account we follow um, at Bravo Historian, but that—that was confusing. It was troubling, Brody, not confusing. You know it was also troubling? Sarah, what did your dear friend Jax from Vanderpump Rules put on Instagram as a static post, then uh, turn off the comments because he was getting backlash, delete it, and then put it into his story? Then uh, block us weekly on Instagram. He did? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Why? Honestly, it's an honor. Jax Taylor has blocked so many greats, including his own friends, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox and Kristen Doty. Um, waiting for my day, really. He wrote a long piece about how God gave us the coronavirus so we would all take a step back and appreciate what we have and not sin anymore. Oh, Essentially, God. yes. He said, I, I feel like this is a punishment from the man upstairs. I really think he's tired of the way we treat people. He's tired of how we treat the planet. Probably thinks some of us are ungrateful. I mean, I can go on and on, but this is like a serious timeout for the world, which... He's done so much for us, it's time to pay him back, is how he ended it. Which that is. Glad he picked Jax Taylor as his prophet to send (laughs) God through. It was a really. Jason Couchy, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who else would he pick? Have you guys been following people on social media other than Jax Taylor that we can recommend to our listeners that might keep them entertained or sane? Sarah. Um, wow. I mean, just the cast of Vanderpump Rules alone. I know I say it every week, but they just keep delivering. Um, the new after show is on Bravo right now also. And they are just so shady to each other on that show. Um, Stassi and Kristen got into a really big Twitter fight. And overall, I really love Stassi and I love her boy, um, fiance, Bo. And I love watching their cute little relationship and their cooking videos. <laughs> Travis, what about you? Uh, Leslie Jordan is the best quarantine. So good. It's so good, right? Leslie Jordan just came out of the shadows from being like a character actor from 10 years ago. Who is that? I don't know either. Jordan, he is like a five foot one older guy who was on Will and Grace. Um, what else do you know him from? It says on- He has white hair. He is like... He's really funny, he's gay, a, older gentleman. Yeah, and his quarantine videos are just just about what he's doing are like saving the world right now. It's my favorite follow online right now. It's a really good hole to go in. It's very positive. Love it. Gwen, what about you? Well, Chrissy Teigen is the gift that doesn't stop giving, obviously. I love watching Coldplay on Instagram. I haven't even like been a Coldplay fan for so many years. And now Chris Martin has me back wrapped around his finger. And also I'm really into these workouts that celebrities are doing where you can do like my Pilates trainer, Leah Bartha just did a split screen workout with Martha Hunt, who's Victoria's secret model. She did a split screen workout with Hannah Bronfman, who's a huge influencer. And it's just a lot, a lot of fun to be like working out with the celebrities. And of course, DJ D nice does these dance parties on Saturday nights that are epic. And every celebrity is there. 
Gwen, listen to DJ D Nice's Spotify playlist. It's called like Homecoming or something or something similar. And it's it is Home unbelievable. School. Homeschool. Yes, I've been listening to it every morning. It's a really great way to turn up your morning. I've been following Madonna, of course, um, because her content is so puzzling and sort of a (laughs) cautionary tale for what I, how I don't want my content to come across. I don't understand the Instagram videos, and uh, she's doing a lot of video content, but um, not not all expected, um, and some of it quite confusing, but definitely entertaining. I also tuned in when Evangeline Lilly finally apologized for all of her tone deaf comments on Instagram, where she said her sincere apologies to those affected by the pandemic, because obviously she was sort of scoffing at the fact that we had to be um, quarantining in place. Sarah, I'm sorry to hear that the Vanderpump Rules reunion was delayed per your. Oh my god, so upsetting! It was supposed to be this Friday. That means Atlanta, Vanderpump. Um, last season, we didn't even get a summer house reunion. Probably not getting one now. Like, it's just not okay with me. And no Bachelor Summer Games. No Bachelor Summer Games. Mm. We better get Paradise. Oh, my God. You know, we're also not getting the Changes Tour you were hoping to go on to see Justin Bieber live in concert. That has been delayed. You know, Justin Bieber's Instagram has also been kind of interesting. He's been going live with fans a lot. And it's very interesting to watch the Beliebers all over the world freak out when they realize that they're actually FaceTiming Justin Bieber. (laughs) Um, Sarah, did you see when he went live with his fan, Drew Barrymore? That's cute. I did not watch it, but I heard about it. Right. She was sending well wishes to Justin Haley and she signed off and she said, nice to meet you. And he said, nice to see you, too. And then he was clearly uncomfortable and awkward after wondering if he had met her before. And she said in a little comment, no, we've never met before, but now we have. Yes, those two, Justin and Haley, are quite the TikTokers themselves. Yes. And Travis, you've been following our queen, Britney Spears. Oh, she, you know, keeps me going, Brody, with her inspirational sayings every day. I need more video content from her, though, because I think that what she's trying to do is, like, everyone do yoga and practice self-love and maybe grab some flowers and a white dress. But she's not really coming across to me in the photos with the long captions. No, and she she told us at one point she would give us a yoga pose or move every day we've not been getting that instead we've been getting i guess quote-unquote jokes as she explained later when in one post she said she ran the 100 meter dash faster than usain bolt which was very confusing and true thank you (laughs) and true sorry Uh, but she she later clarified that that was a joke that's you know whatever she can give we'll take that's true and it's also the 20th anniversary of oops i did it again oh it sure wow i know i know she marked that on on social media too i have that on hit clips sarah what's going on in the bachelor world why why is hannah ann's less so pissed and and going through a social media cleanse at the moment well as we all know peter weber is pretty much still acting like the bachelor he ended up alone so he's now going down the list and is on contestant kelly And last week they were spotted together out and about in Chicago. He was like picking her up and being very playful with her. Hannah Ann, who was his brief um, 60 day fiance, she referred to herself as, has deleted all the photos of him on her page and was on David Spade's show, which good for Hannah Ann. Um, And is, you know, throwing a little shade their way. But I don't we haven't seen Peter and Kelly together again since. So either they're getting smart and staying inside because that's what we're all supposed to be doing or it was just a quick layover in Chicago. 
And he had been quarantining with his family, so I'm not quite sure how he could suddenly be quarantining or out and about with Kelly. That seems like a violation of quarantine guidelines, but... Right. He lives in LA. He is a pilot, so maybe he was stopped by. Still not quite sure how he could break the quarantine boundaries, but... Okay, and your favorite celebrity next though. She's every straight guy who I talk to who inadvertently watches The Bachelor because their girlfriend does, or girlfriend or wife does, thinks Hannah Ann is like the sexiest person on the planet. Yeah, she's got star power for sure. Oh, I love that. And uh, speaking of Hannah's, Sarah, Hannah Brown, Tyler Cameron, is it happening? Is it not happening? I'm, I'm so over this. I mean, based on my really good studies of their TikToks, they are sleeping in the same bed, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Spicy. And we have a bachelor engagement. Ben Higgins, who had teased to us just months ago that he was definitely going to propose to his girlfriend. Uh, He has popped the question. And that was, again, an Us Weekly exclusive. We broke the news this weekend and that he had proposed to his girlfriend, Jess Clark. And that was just days after we had talked to them about quarantining together and if it was prepping them for marriage. Sarah, were you shocked? Um, I was a little surprised that it happened right now just because she is only 24. Um, They met over Instagram DM like two years ago. So it's like definitely been enough time, but I'm a little surprised just because she's young. But I had a feeling this was the girl for Ben. It was like just his birthday right beforehand. Yeah, he's like 31 and she's 24, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like a little bit different walks of life, but it's happy for them. These 24 year olds are ready to get married. Totally. Sarah, you read Colton's book. Is there something we must know in terms of revelations? Um, Yes, I read Colton's book. It was interesting. I think the most interesting stuff was a lot of the like pre-bachelor stuff. Honestly, he spoke about like questioning whether he was gay or straight. I love the gay porn search history stuff. Yes, he admitted to like Googling a bunch of stuff. His dad found his Google search history, which was like, he was Googling, why don't I want to have sex with my girlfriend when he was like a teenager? (laughs) Wow. So Um, so stars are just like us. (laughs) Yeah. So he, it was, he was very honest about stuff like that, which I thought was interesting because he was um, on multiple NFL practice squads. So he was like a football player and it's not what you think of, you know, your classic football player. So he talked a lot about that and he talked a lot about for the first time. What, Travis? Exactly what I think of the classic football player, Sarah. (laughs) Okay, well, sure. Um, He also spoke for the first time about his relationship with Allie Reisman, which was really interesting because Bachelor fans knew that he dated her, the um, Olympic gold medalist and hero who spoke up against Larry Nassar, but he never spoke about it on the show. And I think that was a wise decision he made because, you know, she, the Larry Nassar stuff was all kind of happening when his first season of The Bachelorette was airing. Um, so it was interesting to get a little insight into their relationship. And he was like, she was his first love and prepared him for like what it was like to be in love. And it was very interesting to get a little insight into that and how, you know, she told him about Larry and all that kind of stuff. Moving on from Colton. Have you guys real quick, real yeah, quick. go ahead. Give it to us. We, we did catch up with Colton on us weekly's here for their reasons. Bachelor podcast, full 30 minute interview with him. He's feeling better with Corona talks all about Cassie throws a lot of shade at the bachelor producers. So go check that out. It's a $550 ad, Sarah, but I um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, before we move on to 25 things, guys, did you see that Kardashian clip where Kim and Courtney are fighting like they're on Bad Girls Club, not on Keeping she, Up with the Kardashians? She drew blood. Do you believe that was really real? Yes. Yeah. Do you do? Siblings fight like that. I've been watching the Kardashians fight forever. Uh, but it just seems like... Classy Kim, who we now see as this like fashion plate on the cover of Vanity Fair, 
then she's like getting down and dirty and like digging her nails into her sister and they're like swearing at each other like they're I don't know. I wish I thought it was not real. But Did then we saw about don't be effing rude where she like clocked Chloe with her purse like so hard. She's got a little violence first. So. But it feels like that's like old Kim, not new Kim, not like Kim 2.0 with Kanye. And then but then we saw Courtney was liking some tweets talking about leaving the show. And Kim confirmed that she's taking a break as a longtime viewer. Sarah, are you sad or is this needed? No, Courtney is so annoying on the show. I can't even. I'm so over pretending. I love Penelope and I love her kids, so I'm sad about that. But hopefully we just get more Scott. I don't need Courtney right now. Travis, you agree? I absolutely agree. Scott is the best part of that show. And I uh, dip in and out. I'm not a huge avid watcher. But Courtney has just gotten so annoying. She doesn't want to be there. She's just a negative Nancy voice that I don't think the show really needs. More Chloe and Scott, please. Well, guys, our final segment, I have dipped into the archives and it is time to do 25 Things You Don't Know About Me, where you guys guess, the listeners play along, try to guess as well. This is from a July 2013 issue. Sarah, Gwent, Travis, are you ready to guess who we did 25 Things You Don't Know About Me with? It's going to be tough, but we're ready. Number one, in school, I was constantly in detention for being late. Now I'm always five minutes early. Number two, I drank an iced coffee. Who? <laughs> Rihanna, because we were joking about her being late. Number two. Number two, I drink an iced coffee with one Splenda every morning to wake up. Number three, I still have Steve, my baby blanket. Nobody knows why I named him that, including me. Number four, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and The Bachelor are my guilty TV pleasures. Number five, I had to wear a school uniform and I loved it. Number six, I failed my driver's test three times. Number seven, I used to sing along to the Dixie Chicks at karaoke when I was seven. Wow, this person and I have a lot in common. <laughs> Number eight, my favorite workout is ballet bodies. Number nine, when I was 12, I cried after not getting the role of Wendy in the film Peter Pan. Number 10. Again, I wanna... so much in common. <laughs> Number 10. Kate Walsh. Wanna... Number 10. I want a good guess, but no. Number 10, I want to write my own cookbook one day. Number 11, my dream vacation spot is Bali. Or Thailand. Kelly Benson. No. Number Leah 12. Michelle. Number 12. I attended Sarah Lawrence College for oh. six weeks. Oh. Number 13. I love to make pies, especially peach. Greta Gerwig. Num- Mary Kate Number- <laughs> Oh, God. You guys, these guys are so good. Number 14. I went to Minnesota's Camp Birchwood for six years. Oh. Number 15. Number 15. I won awards there in tennis, archery, and sailing. Number 16, one of my 12, one of my top books is Joan Didion's Play As It Lays. It's one of my favorite books, too. Hmm. Number 17, my 12-year-old sister is taller than me. I'm so jealous. Number 18, my favorite movies, Almost Famous and Heathers. Number 19, I could live off spicy tuna on Christy Rice. I definitely should know who this person is. You should. This person sounds like me. I know. It really does in every way. Almost Famous is my favorite movie. <laughs> number, number 20. Okay, I would give you a big clue. The Heathers part of it is a good clue for who this person is. Okay. Num- num- we know the writer. No. Number 20, I'm scared of flying. Number 21, I attended an all-girls school for one year. Rachel number 20. Five. No. Number 22, I sucked my thumb until the age of 12. Tina Fey. Number 12, number 23, I still wear Invisalign because of it. Shannon Doherty. Number 
24. Number 24, I love to snowboard on the bunny hill. Brought number me snow. Number, no. You guys, these guesses are so good. I wish you were right. Number 25, <laughs> when I was 16, I pierced my belly button. My mom found out during a family trip to Disneyland. It was not the happiest place on earth that day. <laughs> I heard that story. Can you give us a hint? Um, the, the, their favorite movie, one of them being Heather's is a good hint. And in Heather's. Not in Heather's, but someone that would like Heather's and someone that is. Someone that would like Heather's? What does that mean? Someone that's, someone that is close to Sarah's age. Lindsay Lohan. No. Guys, I'm going to have to give it to you because we've got to wrap it up. It's Emma, it's Emma Roberts. Oh. Oh, oh it's a good one. Because of, yeah, all the Ryan Murphy stuff. Yeah. I was trying to think of people who were on Watch Heaven's Live always as like experts, but I don't remember really her being on because she mentioned uh, Real Houses Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, well, that was, we were not close at all, but also so close. No, but you had great inspired choices. And next week you can try again. And of course, listeners, you can join us again next week here on our Hot Hollywood podcast. Thank you for listening. You can listen on Spotify. You can tune in on iTunes or however you choose to download or listen to it. But please find us in social media. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If we haven't addressed it, please rate, review, give us five stars on the podcast, share. And we will talk to you again next week here on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.